HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Hello, welcome to Health Charcha, issued in public interest by Medtronic. I'm Deepthi Ahuja, content and production head at HD Smartcast, and your podcast host and host on this show. Here we will discuss all of the burning health-related questions you, my dear listener, might have in mind. So let's begin. Around 10% of the population develops some kind of hernia during their life and more than a million abdominal hernia repairs are performed each year. Now so far we've discussed the basics of hernia, its causes, risk factors and treatments. We've taken a deep dive into the various kinds of treatments and diagnoses as well. In today's episode we will go a step further. We'll take a deep dive into the pre and post treatment life, complications after the diagnosis and possible repercussions. We might even bust some myths. And to help us do all of this in this episode, we have with us Dr. Partha Sarthi to help us understand the difference especially between laparoscopic versus open incisional hernia repair. Dr. Partha Sarthi is COO and lead consultant in the Department of Hernia Surgery and Upper GI and Robotic Surgery at Gem Hospital Tamil Nadu. Hi Dr. Partha Sarthi, welcome to Health Charcha. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Glad. So, uh, Dr. Partha, I hope I can call you Dr. Partha. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, before we, you know, uh begin this conversation, I just, you know, uh would like you to explain with brevity what is hernia, its causes, symptoms just to establish, you know, the basic context for our listeners joining in for the first time here. Well, uh, hernia is the protrusion of internal organ. Right. Uh yeah, the weak spot. So, if the abdominal wall is covering all the internal organ, any defect in the abdominal wall the bowel or any fat inside the abdomen will come out so mm. that is called hernia mm. so it depends on the site it has various name uh, commonly the adult male he have a hernia in the groin region that is called inguinal hernia yeah and female patients commonly the same groin level little bit low that is called femoral hernia even in umbilicus uh, basically it is a scar Hmm. So the scar is some patients the scar is weakened scar so the yeah. hernia developed in the umbilicus that is called umbilical hernia and many patients they underwent some surgery the common surgery is a, a c section that is a cesarean section mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and most of the lady patients no the ladies they have undergone a cesarean section so that means they are opening all the layers six layers is there in the abdomen from skin wow. outside is skin inside is called peritoneum so in between six layer is there so they are the cutting all the layer so one or two layers got weakened hmm. then it's become a hernia that is called incisional hernia so depends on the name yeah right now you know coming to the surgery part since you've already mentioned one kind of surgery i'd really like to know what is the difference between laparoscopic versus open incisional hernia surgery repair and is one better than the other yes well so as you mentioned in open surgery so that means open so what is inside the what if you want to see the inside the abdomen content mm-hmm. uh, so we have cut open we are cutting the layers 
and then we are uh, pushing all the content inside mm-hmm. again we are suturing we are placing the mesh so we have to strengthen that uh, weakened area so we have to keep some artificial thing mm-hmm. uh, that should not affect our body and uh, so that we are uh, material called polypropylene it is a suture material it is come as a suture right now they made it the same material they made like a mesh uh, like a net you know like a net there is a different kind is there and the thickness uh, microporous macroporous lot of uh, different varieties there and we keep uh, the mesh uh, outside the uh, abdominal wall that is uh, just below the skin and fat we keep the mesh mm-hmm. that is the open surgery so patient underwent uh, open surgery that he developed uh, hernia that was repaired again by doing another open surgery mm-hmm. and the mesh is kept outside right so what happened that is the open surgery concept so i'm coming now i'm coming to laparoscopic surgery here uh, i'm selecting a different normal area i'm making a small little uh, tiny hole mm. this is otherwise called keyhole surgery so 5 mm hole or maximum 10 mm i'm in going inside the abdomen and then i do suturing of the defect i keep the mesh inside all right so what happen here there is no cutting of skin and any other muscle or anything and uh, second thing i'm keeping a mesh inside the abdomen so what is the difference between keeping outside the mesh outside the abdominal wall and inside the abdominal wall here i like to you know uh, Uh, recollect your uh, physics eh? yeah so in uh, <laughs> i think you have studied about the law no pascal's law about the pressure right so abdominal wall is like a cavity no on pot like thing hmm. so if it is a pressure is inside the abdominal wall and if it is any weak area hernia is the supposed to be the weak weakest you no know, area of the abdominal wall so hmm. the more pressure will come to the hernia area hmm. if you keep the pressure outside each time patient coughs or sneeze or uh, sitting in the bed get up from the chair uh, some doing exercise or kneeing so each and every lifting weight so each and every works what we are doing it getting in car get out from car so the abdomen pressure is increased mm. so each and every time all the small works the pressure will uh, push the, push the mess out mm-hmm. so what you are keeping outside it will it will try to it won't try to attach to the muscle it will try out, try to go out so that the recurrence chance reoccurrence of hernia is uh, more okay laparoscopically we are keeping it inside hmm. so the pressure is applied all over the mesh equally aha uh-huh. okay so and each and each and every time patient coughs or doing any other work if pressure increase the mesh is going to attach to the muscle more so that chance of reoccurrence is less in uh, laparoscopic surgery I could imagine all the things that you said it's it was I mean you know it made a lot of sense but um you know uh, every coin has two sides uh, and there must be some pros and cons associated with both kinds of procedures so you know while you've explained the difference between both the procedures that one is open the other isn't uh, in one the mesh is on the outside of the muscle and uh, in another uh, the mesh is on the inside area of the muscle that's the weakest what are the other kinds of you know pros and cons that are associated with both kinds of procedures yeah in open surgery uh, i can say the advantage pro is it can be done uh, by uh, surgeons we need not to be much experience 
and even in uh, our postgraduate day you know when you are studying a surgery master of surgery that time this is the first surgery you know we learn oh okay so from that those days you know from a student days we are learning this surgery so mm-hmm. it is easier to perform and easier to teach others and cost is less so this is the advantage of uh, open surgery right but uh, the biggest disadvantage is recurrence it will come again the recurrent chance is uh, 15 to 20% mm when in high volume center it will be like uh, 9 to 10% so uh, hernia yes you mentioned it is one of the common disease mm. and uh, if it is recurrence means again you cannot apply the same procedure you have to go for a different procedure oh. and again the chance of recurrence is high right so that is the biggest disadvantage mm. and coming to the laparoscopic part and now recently in india uh, recently maybe 5 6 years it is included into the post graduate studies laparoscopic surgery so the learning part is more the surgeon has to spend after his ms he has to work in a laparoscopic uh, institute uh, for a 6 5 to 6 years minimum then only he he will become a master in hernia right so the learning curve is more and then cost is more because Uh, laparoscopic no it is uh, uh, all the cameras lights uh, high definition so equipment cost is more mm-hmm. learning curve is more and uh, that is the no that is the thing uh, cost and uh, surgeon's experience but patient is getting benefited there is a uh, 1 to 2% chance of recurrence in high volume centers i can say it is almost 0% recurrence wow and i'm guessing because of the incision uh, made uh, there might be low blood loss yeah it is a, yeah it is we can call it as a scarless surgery right and there is no scar in your abdomen so it is a, no cutting no scar pain is less and open surgery uh, surgeon used to advise 2 months to 3 months don't go for work oh 3 months 2 to 3 months and in laparoscopic surgery i used to tell you can start your routine work within 2 days and weight lifting within 2 weeks wow out of wow, that saying something so <laughs> that's why i told the concept of you uh, know uh, initially because we are keeping inside we call anterior and posterior anterior is outside posterior is inside so in open uh, surgery repair we are there keeping the only the anterior mesh it's covering only anterior surface Right. is not covering the posterior surface in laparoscopically we are both is covered so the recurrent chance is very less i mean it sounds safe it sounds efficient effective it is a less painful technique i mean laparoscopy so would it be safe to say that laparoscopic procedures are better preferred uh, you know for its outcome post surgery yes but they have to select the good surgeon mm-hmm. the experience of the surgeon so it is like a day care procedure now they come uh, they do investigation in one day they come for surgery in the morning they can go in the evening right so that much comfortable laparoscopic surgery 
I'm curious to know. So, you know, a lot of times uh, we compare two types of surgeries in a silo sort of a way uh, where we just expect one person to be a sur- like, you know, all bodies to be the same, like assuming all bodies are the same. Uh, bo- uh, out of the two surgeries, definitely laparoscopic procedures make most sense. But are there any exceptions to the rule? Is there, a, you know, a situation where maybe, you know, an open surgery is better preferred? Generally, when we start laparoscopic surgery, uh, initially a lot of concerns. The surgeons uh, in experience, they keep a small size mace. Uh, they find difficult to identify the plane. They keep a small size. It becomes records. Mm-hmm. So what they told, if it is a record means that area become. Uh, it is not a virgin area. It is uh, already handled you know, with the previous surgeon. Right. Again, if you are going laparoscopy is difficult. Then they told anteriorly you can go by open method. You can do the surgery. Ah, okay. And again, the chance of recurrence is there. Mm. But that time it will be corrected. Recurrence will come in future. But now we learn the laparoscopy very well. And in experienced center, no high volume center, I can say high volume center. They are doing a laparoscopic surgery, hernia surgery frequently. And, and now I, we can manage laparoscopic surgery recurrence, we can manage laparoscopically. Ach. So here also the open surgery is out. Right. We can manage laparoscopically. So now what is the indication is the patients, usually the hernia will not produce pain. Hmm. Only 2% of the patients have pain. Hmm. 98% they see only the bulge. Hmm. Whenever they do work, it will increase. They lie down, it will decrease. The swelling, you no know, bulge is decreased. Right, right. So they don't come to the surgeon uh, you know, initially. They wait for some time. And what happens, it will become big. So all hmm. the bowel will come out and then it will produce obstruction. Hmm. It won't go in. So what happens, the blood supply to the bowel is getting stuck. And then they will get pain. They come to the hospital maybe one day or two days. And the bowel is become the small bowel, uh, no intestine caught into the hernia is mm. become a lack of blood supply. In that condition, I can I have to do open. Right. That time, my aim is not to repair the hernia to save the life of the patient. I remove the, the gangrene bowel and then I anesthetize the bowel. I cannot keep mace. Mm. And then I can do for another surgery. Uh, after next surgery, we'll repair the hernia. That is the one condition I can say. Alert presentation of the hernia uh, or hernia with the complications. That only one uh, role for open surgery. Wow. Yeah. Another condition is there. The patient comes with a very big hernia. Years together, 15 years, 20 years. They have like another abdomen, like, you know, oh. uh, entire bowel will come out. It is called, uh, some patients have a scrotal abdomen. All abdomen organ will be in the scrotum. Mm. It's a very big scrotum up to the knee. Knee level scrotum will be there. In that condition, uh, we do open surgery. But the technique is a laparoscopic technique. We place the mesh posteriorly inside, but that is an open surgery. So basically different situations call for different kinds of treatments and not one is better than another. But in a generic uh, way of speaking, if uh, you can afford it, if you are uh, seeking help in a timely fashion, uh, if your uh, hernia is not in a complicated sort of a, it hasn't caused a complicated situation on your body, laparoscopy would be the way to go. Am I right in assuming that? Yes, yes. I think you understand well. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, anything. 
and hernia is a very benign and common disease hmm. and unfortunately uh, and even if you take in india uh, i can say only few surgeons in uh, every place are doing hernia because the learning curve is more they have to spend lot of you uh, know many years to learn this hernia right and uh, that's why the hernia surgery is slowly picking up in india and uh, we need to have many surgeons come with the you no know, uh, experience so that uh, patients ultimately laparoscopic hernia surgery the surgeons uh, getting difficult but the patient is getting better right the go really to work and recurrence rate is less no pain no scar so a lot of benefit is there lovely so i just have one last question uh if you could give us an idea of the post surgery care for open and laparoscopic hernia repair procedures that would be great like what can a person who has you know gone through either of these surgeries what can that kind of a person expect post surgery see in open surgery you used to take you uh, know advise the patient to take rest for minimum 2 months hmm. and not to lift weight uh, after 2 months after 2 months they can go for work but should not lift weight hmm. commonly you know uh, some uh, weight you know 4 5 kg also they some patients you know will be restricted and uh, chance of recurrence is high so these are all the thing and uh, even one calculation is there uh, what the amount of uh, money you are spending in laparoscopic surgery mm. and how much amount you are you no know, not earning by taking rest after surgery open surgery right right uh, is less than you no know, laparoscopic cost wow in most of the time it's true actually when you put it that way it makes a lot of sense yeah Yes, yes. So initially, we, they feel it is a cost is more, but open surgery cost is less. But the rest, you no, know, two months, three months, even a drivers, they cannot, you no, know, drive long distance hmm. and uh, other, you no, know, heavy physical workers. Uh, the monthly income is less, but they have to two, three months. They cannot go work, and some patients they cannot continue their work. Right. Weightlifting, no, they cannot continue work. But here, uh, laparoscopy, the initial cost, you no, know, surgery cost is little higher than open. Mm-hmm. but we can go for work i used to tell my patient and uh, do start your work from next day mm. from next day very next day only three things to be avoided one is a driving two wheeler and four wheeler for a week one week second thing is sitting in the floor sitting or lying down in the floor for one week and then weight lifting not more than 5 kg for one week that's it so only three things and for one week yeah driving sitting in floor or lying in floor for a week and then weight lifting more than 5 kg for one week avoid weight lifting more than 5 kg for one week after one week uh, i asked for a checkup everything is fine they can do any kind of work even sports tennis they can play mm. uh, like that no uh, weight lifting okay you can carry some patients no the cylinder uh, weight lifting or uh, they have to uh, at uh, not take the big you no know, parcel yeah. 50 kg 60 kg i said okay you can do no problem hmm wow so that much you know uh, yeah within a week they can do all kind of work makes a lot of sense and you know the way you put it it's a very clear distinction between the two kinds of surgeries why one is preferred over another and in what cases should the other be preferred as well Uh thank you so much Dr. Parthasarthi for your time. This conversation came across with so much clarity. I'm not even sure if I need to do more research on hernia <laughs> after this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for your uh, nice questions, you know. Thank you. 
This is a public awareness initiative supported by Metronic. Views expressed are independent views of Dr. Partha Sarthi, intended for general information and educational purposes only. They do not constitute any medical advice. Please consult your physician for any questions or concerns you may have regarding your condition. The doctor makes no recommendations or endorsements of any products or services. That's it for this episode on Health Charcha. If you want to know more about the diseases discussed in this podcast, please initiate a discussion with your physician. To stay updated on this podcast, follow HD Smartcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. And to listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Or suno nai nazariye se. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast